tonight on a very special All Over the Place. The ketchup shortage. Is it real? Or is Heinz trying to sell us one of their 56 other varieties? We dive into Bitcoin and discover this is not your parents' currency. We're discuss how it's going to not affect most of us. And in our Around the Globe segment, we break down the Middle East in a segment we called Iraq, Iran to Afghanistan. But first, Jim, saw the DMX video with the daughter <laughs> on the sling. That was awesome. Amazing, right? Oh, my God. And then there's one with his son, too. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> I, uh, you viewing it with you was different because you as a parent saw it as like, what the hell is going on here? This is torture. The one with the son I saw first and I was dying laughing. And then you're like, oh, I sent you the wrong one. <laughs> and it was him with like a six year old girl. And, uh, she was petrified as she should have been. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not sure if they don't have like the height thing there. I mean, <laughs> measuring people. And then he's trying to calm her down. Daddy's here. Daddy's here. And it's like, I think that might be the problem. <laughs> Daddy brought her on a ride that he shouldn't have. Anyway. That's great. It's a great recommendation. And um, I just wanted to circle back on that. What a week, man. When I sent you that video, um, the it was uh, DMX and daughter ride the slingshot. And then the next video down was girl falling off of slingshot ride. <laughs> So apparently they do not have one of those signs that says how tall you need to be to ride. I love the um, the teaser by YouTube. They know what you're thinking. <laughs> they really do. Like, oh my gosh, could you fall out of this thing? <laughs> Look, this like, there's no way you should be on this. They're like, you are correct. Why don't you click here and find out for yourself? You might also be interested in this. <laughs> it's like when we looked up the uh, the tight ropers. Yeah, absolutely. The tight ropers. And you going down. Which was a spinoff from Three's Company. It was. <laughs> On how how close knit the family was. <laughs> Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> it's a close family. Ah, uh, good stuff. Uh what a week, huh? How was uh you just got back from, from Las Vegas, Nevada. How was that? <laughs> it was really good, man. Good. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Jim. Yeah, no, happy to be here. <laughs> Says my notes here. You just got back from Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> Do you know what time zone that is, Pat? Is he talking about in Las Vegas, New Mexico? <laughs> it's a different one. No, 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 no. Not that one. Don't the you always feel bad for people that live in a city that is not that one? <laughs> like a like a Portland, Maine? Yeah. Although, yes. I guess it's probably got its own thing. But, no, for sure. But you yeah, think of Portland, example. Oregon first, yes, right? Yes, definitely. Yeah, Las Vegas, New Mexico. <laughs> and... Uh, there's other ones, right? There's a Mexico, Indiana. That's a real city and uh, not as cool as Paris, the Illinois. Oh, yeah. It's a know, good one. Ohio, they just pronounce them differently. They have Versailles, but Versailles. Yeah. Rushi, Russia. <laughs> they call it Rushi? Yes. That's not even close. They have a town called Soviet Onion. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. They, they have. Uh, Welcome to I.C. Elland, <laughs> Ohio. It's Iceland. Yeah. I, can you imagine like having like someone famous name and living in that town? <laughs> like you're Bill Gates and you live in Las Vegas, New Mexico. You're not that Bill Gates. <laughs> and you don't live in that Las Vegas. Um, there is a, uh, I, I think the weirdest name to me is uh, Chevy Chase, Maryland. I've just never, I, I feel like, have we approached this before? Where is that? It's in Maryland. There's a town called Chevy Chase, Maryland. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it's so such a weird. strange... Like, did they name it after him? Was it already named that way? I don't know. Is it right by Dan Aykroyd, Virginia? <laughs> it sure is. It is such a random name, and I think he named himself after that, didn't he? Oh, is that what it is? I think so. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. That is a name that comes hot-dogged. Absolutely. Like, I remember hearing that was his name. Like, what? It can't be. Yeah, Chevy Chase. Yeah, I wonder what the history of that. This that sounds like something Brimley should know. What's the history behind Chevy Chase, Maryland? Have they embraced their their connection? 
Damn. It is both the name of a town and an unincorporated census-designated place that straddles the border of Washington, D.C. and Montgomery County, Maryland. Taught me nothing. I've got to be honest. That was a lot of reading that got us nowhere. And then is that his real name? Let's find out. He's supposed to be a real treat. Yeah. And I liked him growing up, right? Like, and all that stuff. I mean, Fletch is such a great movie. SNL, he was fantastic. So his real name is Cornelius Crane Chase. Cornelius Crane Chase? Yeah. Three C's? Yeah, triple C's. Oh, wow. Did he come from, that, that sounds like he came from money. He had to come from money, right? Did he go to Harvard? Was he like in that National Lampoon crew? Because he was like the breakout star. He was only in SNL for a year. Man, this is so difficult because first I was trying to look it up and I kept getting him. And then now you're asking questions about him and I keep getting the town. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's not your fault. This is just not going Does the great. town have a butt chin? The town does not have a butt chin. Really, I mean, Peter You don't Griffin's... call them butt chins anymore. Yet. I don't know if you can get... Can you get canceled for calling for saying butt chin? <laughs> I don't think that's a, a dimple in a chin. Cancelable offense. Like the butts are mad. Rattle off some famous um, dimple chins, people. None that bad. I mean, that's a that's a major one. I'm just looking at a picture of it. Chevy's got a good one. It's a great one. Huey Lewis has a good one. Oh yeah, you can barely even see the news around that thing. <laughs> it's just taking up that everywhere. That is the news. <laughs> Huey Lewis. The news is this you got a butt chin. <laughs> This is the news. No, it's not, bud. <laughs> That's the news. You got the headline right there. <laughs> um, it does not say much about his college. Oh, yeah. He was on the National Lampoon Radio When hour. they were touring and you're like walking by the hotel bar and you're like, oh, my God, dude, there's Hugh Lewis and the news. <laughs> like, would you be really embarrassed to have to introduce yourself <laughs> as one of the news I'm, I'm, I'm sports what yeah what, what <laughs> section are you hey i'm sports that's opinion metro <laughs> that's got to be uh yeah that's got to be tough when you're you know contributing a lot it's being a pip you know like being a pip is not like a it's not all it's cracked up to be i'd imagine at times yeah but then there's also like some some great aspect to it the anonymity of just you know love being, that be in the news no one no one really pays attention no, to the news no one cares about the news <laughs> do you think he ever uh if if any of his band members are ever sick and they have to have someone else on the tour do they call him fake news you <laughs> <laughs> lose in the fake news sorry that was a stretch no that was fantastic oh, it's all right it's that infectious dad joke atmosphere <laughs> Woo! from sitting in the basement here this is great around the retired toys do you like how like this is the um, evolution when you buy like when your kids have a, a miniature kitchen like that. So that's the thing. So can we paint a picture real quick? We're sitting in Pat's basement right now. There's a, there's a TV a fireplace, but there's also the tiny miniature kitchen and a little diner right next to me. So I feel like a giant on set of like a which, late night talk show for which they have outgrown. Oh yeah, and they but it's like we're gonna get rid of this. No 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 no. It's like you but you don't even. <laughs> you don't want to, yeah. And then it goes too too long, but you could tell it's abandoned and not starting to get vandalized. Sure, it just looks like uh, Chernobyl. Yeah, like, like they just up and left, <laughs> had to go in a hurry. Those uh, plastic bell peppers are no longer ripe. No, they are. Uh, also, everything becomes a dog toy at some point. You notice too, right? When you have a dog, like what the old kids' toys now just have like teeth marks in them. It's like, I hope it was the dog, or were the kids trying to eat that plastic potato? Who was who was munching on that? No, that's definitely Ralphie's work. Oh, thank God. Good. So tell me about your trip. How was Las Vegas, Nevada? Dude, I, the trip was great. Yeah? Loved it. We had, we had a really good time. Las Vegas is uh, pretty open, it felt like, you know? I imagine that. And it's uh, we were doing a couple private shows the at the Wynn, and the Wynn is beautiful. Yeah. Right? So... Loved everything about it. I'm going to talk a little bit about the trip. Traveling with Sarah. Awesome. Uh, but traveling with someone, you know, I I ain't even traveling myself. It's just not that easy, right? Yeah. Because here's the first thing off the bat when we go um, is uh, I have clear. Oh, man. And like TSA pre-check, and she doesn't. <laughs> That's brutal. So right away, I'm like, am I? Like, I guess... 
I could wait with her. But then I, I try and like, you know, hey, how about I bring, give me your laptop. I act like I'm like helping or uh-huh. something. I'm I'll a, go get us a coffee on the other go. side. I'm like scout team. <laughs> let me get over there. Just see what's happening. So that's like. <laughs> Such the move though. But it's so brutal. I always feel bad. But then I'm like, hey, sent you the stuff. Yeah. You should get the pre-check. Now, if the kids are with you, is it a different story? Oh, yeah. Kids, I can take one with me then and take the bags without having to, like, take laptops out or take, you know. It works. That's funny. A buddy of mine just had this with uh, with his family, and he left the wife and kids, you know, and went in. I don't think he knew. They never mentioned that he could have brought a kid with them. I don't think he told them that part. Oh, really? Yeah. That's like- he was like, yeah, I went ahead. Why not? Why wouldn't I? It's like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give, if I have like a first class seat, she's going to get that. So I might as well get some comfort. But like, yeah, I get some time myself. Well, vacation within the vacation. Absolutely. With 20 minutes at an airport. Yeah. So the, uh, I'm just used to going at my pace and going, but this was different. This was chill. Wasn't feel like, you know, pressure tour situation. It's like the first show's back. It was great to see Sebastian. Both of us were kind of in that headspace of like, this is just great to be here. This, yeah. it's inside. Yeah. You know, we were, um, it felt like a show. Yeah. You know, and both rusty, probably me more than him. That first show Friday night, it was like, I brought some open mic energy. Oh man. Like just, and was owning it too. Like kind of connected with them over the fact that, you know, I haven't done this in a while. You guys haven't done this in a while. Like everybody felt right. a little awkward. We're all a little different um, place. Yeah. Yeah. But it was cool. It was great to get out there. Um, but you know, Sarah and I, we we really did have a good time, um, but I was just you know giving her a little little shit when I'm like you know she, she's got blisters and I'm you know all of a sudden I'm gotta go on a band aid mission and then I gotta go get you know oh yeah <laughs> so and nothing's easy like no. it's not just like oh, okay I'll be right I'm just gonna go get band aids from the front desk right it's like a forty minute walk you gotta wait for an elevator that's got eighty six floors. Yeah, just like uh, on the flight back today, I was just like, wrote on my notebook, I'm just writing like traveling with Sarah <laughs> and like making sure she can read it, you know, <laughs> blisters. Did I forget my wedding rings in the room? My my key card doesn't work. Can you meet me? My favorite, no matter what, on the way home, can I put some stuff in your bag? <laughs> I'm sure that one, no Always. doubt. <laughs> and I'm packed to the gills as is going out there. Cause I thought maybe we were going to golf. So I had to bring stuff. And anyway, we didn't golf. We hung out at the pool, met some people, dude. I'm really feeling like people are chatty. Yeah. People are kind of like, right. They want to like, let you know, Hey, I, you know, yeah. not going to kill anyone. <laughs> I'm not here to, to murder people. I'm nice. It's like people are signaling a little bit. Yeah. It really was picking up at this at the pool. It was like, wow, everyone's kind of like dying to talk to people. They just haven't done it in so long, right? And it is just, and if you're living with someone, that's the person you're always talking to. So just talking to other people. Yeah, we met a great uh, couple from Texas. We met some some Southsiders, actually, some Chicagoans at the pool side there. At Everything's the, uh, got a Chicago connection. Yeah, you're not kidding. And uh, And it was fun. Good for you, man. But it's awkward of like, you know, you don't know how to, how to meet people, like how to greet. Yeah. You know, people are like leading with the fist or the hand. Yeah. So this is what my, uh, this is my new thing. This is what I, What's I, your move? This, this is my, what do you call it? Like a motto? Yeah. Little, little slogan. Little, this is how you remember. Uh-huh. All right. Vaccinated handshake. Uh-huh. Test negative bow. Okay. Anti-vaxxer, you're too slow. <laughs> There you go. You're ridiculous. <laughs> Vaccinated handshake, negative test bow, anti-vaxxer, you're too slow. Yep. I wish you guys, you know the hand motions he did. You don't have to see there them, but go. I wish you got to see. They're going to see it. The five-year-old hand up against the side of the head, <laughs> you're too slow move. That's what I always was. Always a cool guy, right? That's what I was thinking of while uh, Sarah was playing roulette. <laughs> she is addicted to roulette. That's great. She it's is. Such a- I mean, we cannot walk by a table where it doesn't hit a number that she plays. Oh my god, that's one of my numbers. Played. That's my. Oh my yeah, god, that's my number. That's my number. Oh, that's Luke's. That's Luke's birthday. It's a. So now we got three kids, three different birthdays. Like when I met Sarah, she had like two numbers. 
now after oh man how many years together every number between 1 and 36 <laughs> she's associated to right 35 my grandma died on february 35th i got to play 35 black i always play black you should play red we're in the red <laughs> Put some money on the zeros in honor of our checking account. Put it on the inside. Every time we go by there. That's the only game where they have like the, the scoreboard. It's brilliant. Right? Because it doesn't matter. Like pass per, like each role is its own thing. You know what I mean? There, there's no correlation to what happened before. Right. It is only there to get in your mind and make you think that if you were there, you would have won. 17. Or this number's coming up a lot. You need to keep playing it. And it doesn't like there's and it, they've made like the amount of money spent on roulette like just shot up the moment they came out with those boards. Right. And it, like it's the smartest thing we've ever done. It's crazy. I was 17. <laughs> I remember that number. Dude, I used to love playing roulette after if we were like I would be playing with my buddies. And if we did well, like at the craps table, then we would like roulette was like kind of like on the way. Yeah. To the cage. Let me just, real quick, let me just hit this. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Or if you're buzzing through, you know, you're trying to find your room on the way back and you're yeah. like, oh, how much is a, because these minimums now, dude, I remember going to Vegas, they're like $5 minimums. Yeah. Going to Flamingo and it was just like a free for all million, you know, just tons of people on the, on the floor, you know, how many deep playing. And I'm sure it still is the same in all crowds, but now it's like 25 bucks it's on the strip. Yeah. Went to you Treasure go. Island. That place is a dump. F middle of the day. I was like, Sarah, come on. We're, we're not win people. Like these right. slots do not have cartoon characters on them. I'm not right. seeing <laughs> Minions or Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like sure enough, we right. go over to TI. Yeah, even at Rocky Balboa. Slot machine? Slot machine. I'm like, <laughs> of course I almost do. took a picture of it and sent it to you. Like the original one from the 80s. Like, like of course they do. I want to stare at Rocky for three hours. <laughs> I'll put 20 bucks. Look at this Drago's head. There's Mickey. They Drago, take, Drago, Drago. Ah, butt kiss. <laughs> they everything like the Willy Wonka. Uh -huh. You got the everything's a theme, right? With yeah. The nostalgia the and the Ghostbusters. Game. The yeah, I've I've lost it, a pretty penny on those slots. And the lower place. the property, the more you see of that like yeah. nostalgic stuff. The win is like you go in there and it's very you know the the, the flowers. First of all, you got to stop. You're like weaving out of, in and out of people. Everyone's taking pictures. It's beautiful. With how beautiful it is, right? Absolutely. I mean, like everything about that place is, it's like I shouldn't be here every time I'm in the wind. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's really nice. And it's very clear that I'm not going to, I can't gamble here. Right. To me, at least. Right. I never, I, I can't win at a place like that either. You just don't feel lucky. Yeah, we got to go over to Treasure Island. They didn't, it's not even carpeted. Right. It's like, right. like walking into uh, CVS. Like, do you smell this place? This is where I belong. <laughs> right. Like, there's still old smoke. And, uh, yeah, it, there's the, there's light bulbs out, you know. <laughs> like We would have carpeting, but a lot of our customers throw up and pee <laughs> on the floor. And they spill a lot of stuff. So... I mean, I know it, the wind is super nice. They can have carpeting because their customers don't go to the bathroom in their casino. But ours do. So we're going to just have this uh, faux wood TI $15 minimum. I was like, I thought you guys had the treasure. <laughs> Are you assuming I have the treasure? And then Sarah's like, it hit 11. It just hit 11. Our kids are going to be 11 one day. It's my number. <laughs> I was going to play that. 11? That's how much our two steak dinners here cost. Are you a, a fan of that game, though? Or have you grown out of roulette? Yeah, roulette is uh, same thing for me. It, it was like uh, we're either starting the night or ending the night. And you just want to, like, normally you're going to leave there down 20 bucks. But on the off chance that you leave like up 300, you know what I mean? Like you put that down and your number hits. Now your night just started on a whole new level or it ended on a whole new level, you know? Right. Like you've just, and it never happens, but on the off chance no. it does, like you'd be cool. It never happens. And I always struggle too. It's like, all right, it's say it is a $25 bet. Uh -huh. Right. Now, dude, I was out there. I did not gamble $1. Like, I just don't gamble. 
I know. It's so I weird. don't know why. I just don't. I went to the sports book. I watched some games while Sarah was playing. Um, I just don't feel compelled to it. And believe me, I got enough on my plate that I feel compelled to do. That that's good. That I don't. Yeah. I don't have that one. Anyway, what I was saying was, say it is a twenty-five hour bet, and you're walking by the table. You can get one chip, or you can get a bunch of chips. Right. right? It's almost like at that moment. You're delaying the inevitable. Like, how long do you want to prolong this? Yeah. Because there are some big hitters that they'll, you know, they throw a hundred bucks down, they get four chips. And I'm like, no, give me the sandcastle. Give me 20 nickels. Give me the sandcastle. Give me all those pieces. Uh-huh. Because I'm going to delay this for sure. as long as I can. Right. I'm going to spend in three hours what that guy's going to do in eight minutes. Like, all right. And that's when I love how it gets. And I feel bad for the people that have to run this table, right? Oh, my God. Because, um, you know, what if I put it in the corner and then I'm on all four numbers? Right. Like, you asshole. Been there. I've done that. If you know what you're doing, though, and just do it, I don't no think No one knows them. what they're yes, doing. Yes, they do. No, because they're, they're like, oh, 21, yeah, 23. And then when you get down, though, some of those numbers trail off, right? All of a sudden, you don't have enough to cover every number that's in your head that you like to play. You like to play 23 from Michael Jordan. You like to play... 17 because you were born on that day you like to play you know but then all of a sudden you don't have enough for eight bets you have enough for two bets what number are you betting it's all you just (laughs) stop stop feeling connected to all of these numbers there's no strategy you're right that's what i said to sarah your strategy is having no strategy that's why we lose yeah it but, is all about, you're right, that's such an exp- inexperienced way to play it, but it sucks it, when people do that. Ah, it's the worst. But I, looked, I do love the the event of it. I mean, Ru- how don't you? <laughs> how don't you? Spinning ball is just that's deciding spinning, your fate. Right. And it's when it's popping in there. Duh, 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 duh. Oh, man. Bouncing around a little bit. I mean, I honestly, when she told me that she does cover the zeros, that's when I was like, I just can't know. That's, that's, you don't bet on the zeros. Never. It's a sucker bet. And she didn't understand that that's even like a jinx. You don't do that to the table. Yeah. That is the worst feeling in the world when you're at a roulette table and it lands in the green. Yeah. I have gambled with you. you very sporadically, like when we've been in Vegas, you'll like jump into a table for like 10 minutes and leave. Have you ever played like craps at all? Is that something that you've yeah, ever like gotten into? Yeah, I like play craps. That is, I mean, that's a game where you are either a hero or a loser for everybody. Like like roulette, blackjack, if you know what you're doing, you're only really affecting yourself. You know what I mean? But craps, you can be like the cool guy for the whole table or you can absolutely be the goat. You know, you can be the heel. Craps is the best feeling in the world when you're at like a hot craps table. Man. It's so communal and it's, uh, but yeah, it can, it can also be a bummer. And it turns like that. Like there is so there can be a lot riding on this, and you're like just one more, just one more, and then you're like I fucking knew it. I, I should have pulled back. I knew to pull back, dude. Th- that's another game where it, I could have a good night, like to start out with sixty bucks. I remember, yep. if I can start out with sixty dollars at a five dollar table, I can get a little bit of a bank going in craps. Not anymore. Oh. Then and once I realized, like at these twenty dollar tables. That you need, like, you know, just to get started, you need seed money. Yeah. Because otherwise you get wiped out so quickly in uh, craps. Yeah. You get got to have a couple of venture capitalists. You have to go back for more investing. You know, right. you got to go through a couple of rounds. It's much different than it used to be. Do you know, uh, I learned this, the average casino brings in almost a million dollars in revenue every day in Las Vegas, Nevada, like pre-pandemic. But almost a million dollars a day on average flowing through each one of these casinos. That's an insane amount of money. Yeah, yeah I was thinking about the uh, how vital that city is to our country bouncing back. Isn't the that crazy? amount of jobs at each hotel. Yeah. And these people were starting to come back. Um, they were even saying that the win was maybe a little bit overwhelmed because of um, not everyone is back at work yeah. yet. But that property has really led like... Their CEO is getting everyone tested, trying to get really encouraging everyone to get vaccinated. Um, they're doing testing on site. They're vaccinating people on site. That's great, and um, it's really cool what they're what they're doing there. But yeah, man, it's uh, it's crazy how many people 
work out there. Yeah. And, and I think that's so important to know that they're creating a good environment for their employees because we're also not all the way back yet. Right. Like there's a lot of people in different places still. So uh, doing it safely and, and making sure the employees are taken care of and everything. That's cool. It's good to hear. These people think it's over, dude. I was in Wisconsin where they think it's over. It's weird when you're talking about the pandemic and it's like you're informing them of what it was. Like, like, do you guys not have this here? Do you guys not have televisions? I mean, it could be over more quickly if people would just go out. And now they're, gonna, they're saying there's more supply than demand on the, the vaccine. Yeah. Which is insane. That's insane to me. Even taking one out. Right. The Johnson & Johnson, right? But it's not, I think the bigger problem is that it's not unilateral. Like there's a lot of places where it's really hard to get still and other places where there's too much. I think it might be more in some areas of a logistics thing, you know? The the dispatcher sent too much to certain areas and not enough in others. Yeah, maybe. So there's uh there's there's still places where there's definitely demand and it'd be great supply. if there was like a vigilante, like a uh inglorious <laughs> bastards crew that went out and like Robin vaccinated people. <laughs> they just hang out in these small towns and listen to people talk about how it's all it's all bullshit, it's all hoax. You're not putting anything in me. Ah, you, you're right, man. Let's do some shots. Get them all fucked up and then, boom, just like jab the Moderna in the neck. Little boondock saint section. They wake That's up the great. next morning. <laughs> See you in 28 days. The, se- the second one would be really hard to do. It really would. Hey, man, I want to, 28 days later, they come back to apologize. No, they're so, they're so good at apologizing. Hey, come on, hey, let's go get another shot. Let's go uh, do some more shots. I just can't believe I did that to you. <laughs> Let me buy you a beer and make up for it. <laughs> just do the whole thing again. Remind me though, when I when I bought you all those drinks and uh, was it, that was at least three weeks ago, wasn't it? <laughs> right. Just check the exact date for me. Yeah, we're gonna get there. I appreciated Vegas more than I have. I believe that. I also love the idea that it's. A smaller capacity. I like Vegas when it's slower, you know? So the flight back was today, and, um, dude, I got to tell you, I had a thing on the, the flight. I'm going to tell this because uh, I want to get your opinion on this because right. we're flying southwest, right? All right? I already told you. I got, you know, I'm already blown by, like, hey, babe. <laughs> got a, I got yeah. clear. Were you like, uh, hey, you know what? I'll just board first because I have the early boarding, and that way I'll just get us good seats. Did you do that? Of course. <laughs> I'll see you on there. I got to get on before. I mean, come on. I got to go get us some, which I hate saving seats, but I feel like fits your wife. It's your spouse. Your spouse. Come on. For sure. We're going 40,000 feet in the air. We're going to be going 800 miles an hour. Yeah. Maybe we should sit with people we know if they're on here. Just in case. Absolutely. Right? Some couples won't even fly together. You ever meet those couples? No, really? They they don't, they won't book on the same flight or just the same row. Same flight. Why? Because they think that if something were to happen, oh, then it's just... Because they, they have kids? Yeah, the kids got nothing. Oh, man. Right. This way, one of them can, you know... Get the insurance money. Piece it all together. Right. Oh, yeah. That the- too. I'm sorry. That... Oh, okay. All right. Like, I'd just be like, hey, 50-50, you know? One of us is going to party. <laughs> can you imagine? That is... I mean, to think about that before every flight is probably very smart, but also incredibly morbid. Holy shit. Like yeah. every flight, if I were like, now remember if I die, here's the chain of command. Like before every time you got in a plane. I mean, that's what we're thinking. It's got to be in the back of your mind the whole day. Yeah. Like, you know why we're doing this <laughs> just in case, you know, if anything blows up. Yeah. Tell my story. That's a weird way to live life. It would have been great this morning. Just been like, Hey, babe, get up your flight. I'm leaving later today. <laughs> Why? For Just the kids. in case. <laughs> for the kids. I'm sleeping until noon for the kids. It's like, does he know something? Yeah, so we're on Southwest. And uh, so I get on, stake it out. I have uh, two bottles of water. Okay. That's, the you know, saving the seats. It's okay. there. And I'm just sitting there. Let me ask you about the seat you're saving. Can I ask real quick? Because sure. I think this is important. Where are you sitting? I'm sitting on the window. And are you saving the middle seat? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Is someone in the... No. Okay. No one's in the third seat. I have the whole row. Okay. But I'm only saving the middle. Of course. And, okay, uh, thank you. Go ahead. So, this couple comes. 
And the woman says, is someone sitting here? I said, you know what? Yes, I was hoping to, my wife was going to sit here. And Oh, okay. So then they, the, the row right there was open. So they grabbed that. Yeah. That While she's going in, the husband now leans in and goes, hey, save it for my buddy too. And grabs one of the bottles of water and drags it over to the aisle seat. Moves my bottle of water Ooh. to the aisle seat to save it for his buddy. And then sits down in the row in front of me. Ooh. His wife is directly in front of me. He's in the middle in front of me. Middle in front of you? Okay. Okay. So now I'm like A15. Uh-huh. And Sarah's F3. Like, I don't even know <laughs> where she is. I think, she, talk about booking a different flight. Every person coming down the aisle is not Sarah. Sure. And they're coming. Sure. And, and now you're saving two seats. Everyone wants to sit there. And now I look like a huge asshole. Oh, my God, because the yeah. guy in front of you is a huge asshole. Right. Oh, this is such a Larry David moment. Every person is Forrest, <laughs> and I'm a punk-ass kid <laughs> saying seats taken. Oh, this is a tough moment. Right. Where's his buddy? Is he before or after Sarah? So I haven't seen a buddy. <laughs> All right. And I said it twice. Trying to save it for my family. Because I put in, I tried for the guy. Yeah. Even though I didn't want to. Yeah. And then after saying it twice, I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. Why am I going to bat for this yeah. asshole who just grabbed my bottle of water? Yeah, I'm not comfortable with this move at all. And I'm doing all the work. You are. You're a hero. And he's sitting. Pre not even caring. He I'm answering life. to a guy who's sitting middle. Yeah. And southwest. Yeah. With other seats open? Ooh. Right. I don't feel good about this. This guy's got his own problems. So I grab the water and yeah. slide it back. And then shortly thereafter, someone took the seat, sits down. Sarah comes almost immediately after. But when the, when the guy took the seat, the guy who asked me to hold it the, in the middle seat turned around, looked at me, and was like, what the? F like, and shrugged. Like, what are you doing? I thought you were saving that. For my buddy. Unreal. Unreal. Right? No way. And then turned back around and was like shaking his head back and forth like to show his disgust. Disdain. Yeah. Oh, he's mad at you. Mad at me. What the fuck? Oh my God. I wanted to. He's monitoring the seat. He saw that the person came in, sat there and was like, eh, you can't just save that seat. And then he leans back before, like when someone leans back before you even take off, yeah. you're just like, you asshole. Now, I mean, like, that you're is so tired. He's mad at you. Like that is a pure power move. Right. Well, his wife is directly in front of you, right? Oh yeah. His wife's directly in front of me. So he's in front he's of Sarah. back. Tray open. If you're leaning back, why is your tray open? It's like, he's like a, an <laughs> eight year old. He's looked like my grandpa watching like Andy Griffith. He's got the, in the recliner yeah. with the, with the, with the, with the tray. tray. And just sprawled out. Oh my god! And I just wanted to just every time he leaned back, you know, I just want to get like just lean forward in his ear. Do you miss your buddy? <laughs> I'm sorry that I couldn't get your friend a seat. What happened? Where is he? Where? I, where did he end up? I bet he's having so much fun right now. Do you think he has a new best friend? <laughs> Are you mad he met someone else? Oh, that's great. When the friend came past. Exactly, dude. That is my final thought <laughs> on this whole thing. Never did I see a Come friend. On. There was no exchange like, dude, I tried. Or, hey, this jag behind, he just wouldn't play ball. Because you're ready for that. you like, like, hey, I tried. Like, that's... Right. <laughs> this is awesome. So curious to see, like, who this friend was, you know? What a ridiculous scenario that you never got redeemed. Like you only looked bad for this other guy's thing. Unbelievable. When, Is this karma for going ahead without your wife? When they got up, when they got up, um, he took his bag out from, you know, uh -huh. and he had that M&M's bag <laughs> that everyone has on Vegas on the strip. You know what yeah, I'm talking about? They Every do. dipshit. They do. And I was just like, yeah, connecting every oh dot God. the nose was out you know not uncovered nose m&m bag i mean whatever uh, casino he was at had hardwood flooring too of course not even did. hardwood they nope. had the, the, the fake ti 
vomit proof, piss proof flooring because you know the bachelor parties are coming in and no one can no one can handle it. Vegas is out of control. It is like even at lower capacity, the traffic last night, like getting in and out of properties now is so much harder than it used to be. Really? It takes forever to get in and out of those properties, right? Same. Everything about it is so slow to begin with. And it's party like all day. They got the morning, noon. Well, not maybe that morning, but they got the no, daytime pool. There's like insane. More, there's absolutely, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been in a suit on an elevator in Las Vegas, like going to work and like next to a guy in swim trunks. And then, you know, two, as we're getting off the elevator, like two guys are like coming home from the night before. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Best. Like, it's just so, you know, I'm like, oh, I can't wait for my first cup of coffee. And these guys are like, I mean, we can get another shot. We'll just have yeah. a drink in the room. Let's go. Like it's 9am you weirdos. That's what they have now. They got like DJs at the coffee place. <laughs> They're like, come on, man. You want to get a table? You want to get craft service? Like I just, dude, I just try and get some green tea. How many girls you got with you? How many? Who's who you with? You can't, you can't come in here with those shoes. You know you got to have a host, man. You got to. have... I mean, they're lined up for the pool. Yeah, we did get. Uh, like I said, we got out there and we had to get. Uh, um, we got lucky with some chairs, and then these people that we met the next day. The girl had a couple chairs for us. Wow. So nice. Your uh, your friends, your new friends? Yeah, our new friends from Texas. Very nice. Yeah, she was an English teacher. Nice. High school English teacher. What did he do? He was a uh he was out there to play poker. Really? This guy worked for um kind of sound like NCAA like indirectly. Okay. But he was he's been in sports. He recently worked for the Saints organization and then he was um they moved to Dallas and he's working for uh, college sports and do, selling advertising for college sports. Like he said, the tournament is like his biggest time of year. So I think he was chilling after that. Ralphie came down we pretty hot. About huh? that? that was, Why was that so loud? Did he fall was, down the stairs? It sounded like he just fell down the stairs. I mean, you okay, Ralph? Oh my God, buddy. How are you? Let me, uh, we'll take a check on Ralph. Hang yeah, on one second. We're going to take his mascot. station ID. You got it. You're listening to All Over the Place, home of Hot Dog Jefferson. We're in Lear Bus, baby. <laughs> All right, there you go. You're listening all over the place. <laughs> incredible. That was Josephina Elliott stepped in on that one, too. Yeah, man. With the home of the hot dog. Home of the hot dog, Jefferson. Yeah, <laughs> that right was great. There. You're listening to All Over the Place, home of hot dog, Jefferson. Brimley or bust, baby. <laughs> Brimley or bust, baby. I love it. Oh, uh, that is great. How about you, man? What was your weekend like? Your oh, week. Man. We had the Sox no hitter early in the Sox week. Sox no hitter early in the week. I had a rough week at home. They're uh, they're uh, redoing the the shingles in my complex uh, on the roofs everywhere. Oh, they're up on the rooftop. And like there was a note by Thursday that was like, by the way, the roofing people have been here all week, which we all know because everyone's working from home. And it sounds like the Bucket Boys all moved into the neighborhood just from seven a.m. till seven p.m. Just boom, 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 boom. And it's like, hey, but they'll be done hopefully by July. Oh, that's it? That's And that's a, right. They're doing one shingle a day. Just, that's it. But they're all hammering it in. They're all doing it together. How is it taking that long? What was going on? It's an entire complex. They're just, so they're just re-roofing. They're just redoing the shingles. You know, it's like a, every, however many years, I guess. I don't know. It's the first time I, I, I feel like they've done it. Um, and before I was probably, like if they did, it was probably parts you know or and it was mostly just during the day and i was at work but now we're just all there and so just banging on the roofs of every building around you you know it's very yeah it's just been is this like special assessment stuff no there's not like a extra fee or anything i think it's just random maintenance oh that's like good every, yeah it's good stuff i mean there wasn't like a reason for it or anything but it's just very it literally just sounds all day like the bucket boys are like you like you're leaving u.s cellular field from 7 a.m. till 7 p.m. They work late, too. These guys, yeah, they are real excited to get this done. So hopefully, I mean, how do you just give a month as this will be done July? How many stories? Are you guys talking about the pandemic or <laughs> the roof project? How big is the roof? Uh, it's all of the buildings in the complex. Right, but they don't have it narrowed down to like, hey, we're going to do yours these days. They said or they'll, they'll let, we'll let you know as we get closer. So they're not even on your... No. Oh. 
we'll let you know as we get closer. <laughs> you're going to hear them moving exactly. in. You're going to feel it, you know? Hey, tomorrow we're going to be doing yours. <laughs> Thank you. It's like we're the, closer. It's like the Warriors movie, just but it's with hammers. They're just like, 1581. I was going to tell you last week, but we were five buildings away. But now we're closer. How many stories are, what's the tallest one in the complex? Uh, this guy, Mike, 6'7". <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Um, they're all two-story buildings. So they're, they're, there's very many of them. There's a lot of roofs. Yeah. You know, um, so there's only like eight units per, and there's probably 16 buildings. And they are just like blocking sidewalks. Like they don't give a shit because they have shingles for... 16 to 20 buildings just sitting around the complex. So there's all these plywood forts, you know, and just like it just and like all weekend, just like tripping over shit, going to your parking spots. And it's just like, oh, sorry, I didn't see your two by fours. Are you guys all looking at each other like the residents, like the, the village has been taken over? <laughs> so what it feels like. Absolutely. Really? It feels like a video game where they're building like a, a village around you. You know, people keep talking about this like plywood shortage. I'm like, not around these parts. <laughs> We got all kinds of stuff just hanging out here. Is there a plywood shortage? There's all, yeah, there's a cardboard shortage. There's all kinds of stuff, man. It, it just, we're consuming so differently, you know, that I think that, uh, and then obviously there's a lot of places that aren't able to work at full capacity. And then that boat got stuck in that canal, which I don't understand. I love that about the news cycle now, by the way. Something can like really serious can happen. But by the time I'm like, okay, what is it? It's already over. <laughs> so I'm like, thank God I didn't have to learn about that, you know? Right. What was, uh, I know the boat was in the Suez Canal, right? Yeah, it was stuck there for a few days, which is the world's largest trade route. I know that, right? Days of a ship being stuck there. I think it was like a week or something. I mean, everything is just backed up, right? You don't just get that time back. Everything is, we're at a point where everything is so calculated, you know? And suddenly you just shut down the biggest port for a week. Dude, some of those boats went around Africa. Can you imagine that? Like, it's like getting caught by a train and be like, all right, I'm going to go. I'm going around. <laughs> we'll just go to Lower up, Wacker. <laughs> back up. And then imagine like you're seven days in and they're like, oh, hey, they got the canal open. Like, well, I'm not going to go back. I got to turn around again. Right. You just keep going the other way now. Ah, oh, That's crazy. Dude, I was watching something on the Titanic. We talked about that last week and they were talking about it because it was the anniversary. Mm-hmm. And there was a sister ship nearby. And the captain had set off these flares. The ship that was nearby saw the flares and just didn't really, didn't react to it. Really? Yeah. And there were like a couple other things that like happened that maybe uh, like one guy was um, supposed to be on the, on the ship, on the Titanic, and he didn't go. He got sick or something. But he had the key to the safe where they kept the binoculars. Come on. And if they had the binoculars, they would have seen... Iceberg straight ahead. That's so fucked up when you Maybe. hear like those parts of all we had to do was look. Right. Oh man, that's crazy. Did they mention at all whether or not the iceberg is still there? They did say that it's still there. Yes. And you can tour it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Good. <laughs> if you want to go see it. Yeah, I do. They I still, do. We they mentioned- still have the uh you can still see the little tarnish. <laughs> the iceberg's just like shrugging. It's like sorry. <laughs> Brutal, man. Oh man, that's crazy. But yeah, that was uh, that was just the week at home. I uh, I got to uh, I got to go to the Las Vegas of the Midwest. I was in suburban Milwaukee uh, for a show. I was up in uh, Sussex, Wisconsin, which was uh, Sussex. Yes, in a mini bowling alley. Really? Yeah, it was like this kitchen. It was like this kitchen, but with <laughs> bowling pins. A mini bowling alley? It was a there's a game they have called mini bowling, which is probably like you're like six feet away from the pins, and it's just like a little ball that you can pick up in your hand. There's like no finger holes or anything. It's kind of like the intro to the Flintstones when he's bowling. It's it's kind of like it's what it felt like, and it was closed. Like there was no mini bowling happening, you know. But it's also they look like rocks that you have to like manually reset every time. So it's very much they like go Flintstones, up? but it's, it's Fred Flintstone bowling. Do they go up on their own? No, you have to like, uh, you have to like manually put them all up because there's not like a machine either and they don't just automatically do it. So you have to go stand them back up every time. You do? Yeah. Oh my gosh. This sounds like prehistoric. Yeah. That's exactly what I just, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You're not going to believe this. I just did that joke. <laughs> But yeah, no, no, it's, uh, but it was, uh, it was cool to be somewhere, you know what I mean? And, and it, like just fun to, 
yeah. to be out for a show was uh, just, again, normalcy. Making a late night drive back and be like, oh, I hate this. Did you tell them about real bowling? <laughs> I did. I did. Gather around, Sussex. Once you guys graduate. People of Sussex, gather around. <laughs> some tales. Duchess, get over here. From the city. I do love that it's named after, like, isn't there like a Duke and Duchess of Sussex? Or like a Prince of or something? I'm sure there is, yeah. Uh, it seems like a very British thing, right? And it's uh, not here, not in Sussex, Wisconsin. I remember seeing that uh, along Chicago skyline as a kid. It would said the Hotel Sussex. Oh, yeah. And it uh, it had S-E-X at the yeah. end, right? Sussex. And it was, uh, whew, wow, yeah. that was scandalous <laughs> driving by there and thinking it and not saying it in the car. <laughs> Everyone, basically, right? Yeah. And then we had the Playboy, too. Oh, yeah, the Playboy Club. Playboy, yeah. um, the tower. Yeah. And it said Playboy on the skyline. Even just seeing that bunny as a kid was like, uh-oh, right? this is risque. Yeah. I didn't even think about the Hotel Sussex. Your sex is sus. Seeing that bunny. <laughs> right? The yeah. bunny was like, uh-oh, I'm not allowed to look at that. And Playboy clubs were like the biggest thing. Like, yeah. Huge for comics, too. That's where a lot of stand, that's where stand-up kind of started. Absolutely. At least touring for, for clubs. Playboy yeah. Club was like the first one to have stand-ups performing live. Wouldn't that be weird? Just like walking into like a nightclub that wasn't necessarily a comedy club and doing stand-up? Yeah, you know, like that, like regularly. It'd be kind of cool. It's kind of like people didn't really know how to hang. They just were throwing all this stuff out there. And then they kind of probably learned like, yeah, comedy is great, but it, ha it has to be separate. Yeah. And then like music, because it, it seemed like a, a lot of variety stuff, right? The live entertainment was right. Like someone would get up and do a poem. Someone would get up and sing. Someone would get up and take their clothes off. It was like, you just go there and then we'll bring whatever entertainment to you for the evening, you know, like you just come here and we'll take care of it versus then it became like, I have a choice. I want to do this, this or that. There's something to be said for that. The variety aspect of it. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Being all over the place. <laughs> it's kind of our thing. It's a good point. Love it. Dude, her song the other day and it made me think of you because of um, like, I want to ask someone who's like really into hip hop. What, what do you think about Nelly? Because Nelly to me. Yeah. I don't mind Nelly. Right. Um, I don't know if he's like hardcore hip hop has that like street respect because he had a lot of mainstream stuff. I want to get your thoughts on him. And I do wonder how he's doing too. Is that, uh, is he, is that thing infected? Is it healed? <laughs> has his cut healed? Um, totally unrelated. One of my favorite, uh, roast jokes ever was, uh, Jeff Ross was doing a roast that Nelly was at. And, uh, I think like, uh, I think his brother had gone to prison or something. And uh, Jeff Ross is like, uh, you know, Nelly's brother's in prison. He also wears a Band-Aid, but it's over somewhere else. <laughs> like, like, about his ass. I love how you said that. was so... <laughs> I don't know if I can say it. So like, it's such a weird... Beavis. That was like Beavis butt <laughs> Dude, because... I don't remember how he said it, but it was just... You he said, uh, I bet he has a Band-Aid too, but like, you know, where is it like over his... <laughs> you know, like over his ass. <laughs> I'm 12. Did you have a good uh, Beavis and Butthead impression? Did you have to do one? It's been so long. I mean, I don't... I think every kid had one, right? Teenager? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, used to always, I used to try to do the laugh. The <laughs> you were more of a Butthead guy. I was a Beavis guy. I thought you were that Beavis? was the... Yeah, I thought yeah. that was the easier one to... Yeah. Great Cornulio. I, I was a Nelson guy. I just wore a winger shirt. <laughs> you just... Uh, all right, come on. I want to talk about Nelly, though. All right, so Nelly was that weird. He went from having street cred to like being less street credible. You know what I mean? He went mainstream from that. Like his first big hit. Do you remember his first big hit? Do you know what it was? No, which one was that one? Country Grammar. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Country and then, Grammar. Like, but the everyone's like, yeah, but the best song on the album is Ride With Me. The, hey, must be the money. Oh, if you want to go ride with me, Vanna White. Uh-huh. Sitting next to Vanna White. Paying cash for his class, <laughs> sitting next to Vanna White. Come on. Yeah. But like that, and then that became an even bigger mainstream hit. And I was like, what the hell? This was like the B-side that we all liked, and then it became even bigger than the main hit. You know what I mean? Was that the best one? That was, that was good. That was like legit, huh, that song? That was like... People that were embracing Snoop, Dre, Biggie, 
they were also embracing Ride With Me. I, I think, so I, it wasn't gangster. It was never like, well, country grammar was more like along those Tupac, Biggie lines. Um, but that then, the, uh, I've been married a long time ago. Where do you come from? Where do you go? That one? Cotton Eye Joe? Oh, that's Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah. That's not country grammar. Um, it's still, it has like the boom, boom, ski, ski thing, like the down, down, baby. Yeah, uh, yeah, are yeah, you yeah. just trying to make me sing Nelly? Because it's working. Shimmy, shimmy, I, cocoa pop. Yeah, that's the part. Yep. That Light one. it down and take a puff, pass it to yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> shimmy, shimmy. That always reminds me of uh, Big. When they're doing, they do the handshake. Uh-huh. Like, shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pot, shimmy, shimmy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. And uh, vaccinate handshake, <laughs> test negative, bow. Anti-vaxxer, you're too, too slow. slow. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I uh, and then he like hot in here and all that stuff was just so commercial. Hot in, it's getting so hot in. But at the same time, but like, how do you not? This is a jam. Do you? I mean, come on. Who doesn't quote that every time? It's hot. In the room. (laughs) And then the, unless you're going to do it. Like, that's a great line. That is an all-time great line. Yeah, right. Where it just kind of drops it in at the end, and it's just perfect, you know? And it's... uh, It's kind of like he doesn't finish every lyric, right? Yeah, no. When he's like, uh, just a little bit of... (laughs) In a little bit of... (laughs) Like a winner. (laughs) I'm not going to keep doing it. Yeah, but I love Nelly. I love Nelly. He launched the St. Lunatics. They could have been the news, you know? But then Murphy Lee became a breakout star for a little while. Yeah, Nelly's legit, right? Uh, but then he went like, he was like, I, pop isn't enough. Now I'm going to go do songs with Tim McGraw. And they did like that hip hop country crossover thing with Tim McGraw. Oh, yeah. The, they did that uh, all in my head. All in my head. Yeah. I'd do it over and over. Yeah. I mean, but just hit after hit after hit. And then he fell off with his hundreds of millions, tens of millions of dollars, I would guess. You think people just walk away? You think he walked away? He still, he like put out some new stuff like a year or two ago. He did a media thing and then nothing really happened with it. What would you guess the Nelly is worth? Oh, gosh. A lot. Right? You think 40 million? Nellions. Nellions. <laughs> He's got to be worth a ton, man. I was reading about a dude who did walk away from the game. Uh, songwriter, different genre era, but just um, came across his stuff. I don't know why he was trying to, I think it was like the anniversary of his death. He died this time last year. Real quick, 60 yeah. million. 60? Mildo? Yeah. Sorry. Mildo is what Dwayne Kennedy used to say. <laughs> it's and, a great word. Dwayne's actually, uh, I remember him talking about this, uh, about Bill Withers, who died about a year ago. Oh, man. And I was looking at his career, dude. What a catalog. Ain't No Sunshine. Yeah. Now, he started when he was 32, had a regular job working at a factory. Wow. Started writing songs, wrote that, Ain't No Sunshine, wrote Lovely Day. Yeah. And he collaborated on that one, I think, in particular. With Tim McGraw? Yep. Over and over again. (laughs) Then he collaborated with Nelly on (laughs) Hot in Here, because he goes from Ain't No Sunshine to Hot in Here. And it's like, dude, are you ever happy? Well, yes, because then he wrote Lovely Day. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. It's going to be a bright, sunshiny day. And he's like, this is all I wanted, guys. That's all I've been asking for. You know what song he wrote? If you listen to this song, it it, talk about slapping differently. Lean on me. Yeah. His version, it's amazing. It's the original. Yeah. uh, He wrote that song. Of course, I'm saying his version. You're right. Like, he didn't write. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine this dude just like, he had a job, I was reading, he was like, uh, worked at IBM or something, was like putting in software, and then all of a sudden he's touring the country, got That's the incredible. number one song, and he was like, such a tremendous writer. Incredible. I mean, these are, you know, songs that just stood the test of time as all-time greats that like, tons of people cover. Lean On Me came out. It was number one song, 1972, probably like a tumultuous time. Yeah. Unsteady times, right? Yeah. Then they released it again, re-released it in 1987. I don't know if you remember this, when that movie came out with Morgan yeah. Freeman, Lean On Absolutely. Me. And it was uh, Club Nouveau. Oh, yeah. And it was like a, I listened to both the versions, and it is it is so different. You're like, yeah, they, they're just so, you, you know, when you think about it, it's like the same song. But they're very <laughs> different, the way they do it. Interesting. 
I have to listen to them both like back to back like that. When they do the Club Nouveau and they're like, you know, talking about sometimes, you know, in my life or sometimes in your life. Yeah. I don't know. You should listen to it. Check it out. Great song. Old school. Real old school. Dude, we haven't even talked about one of his biggest hits yet. Um, just the two of us. Oh, yeah. Did he write that? He wrote Just the Two of Us, which another one that like. But he didn't sing that, right? Um, I think someone else sang that. That could be our theme song, bud. We should be going <laughs> out not, to that. We should not. We should be reading reviews to Please that one. don't. What are we, uh, uh, Austin Power? Or uh, who was that? Was it Dr. <laughs> Evil and uh, Mini-Me? That song was in there? Yeah. Oh, really? Well, Will Smith redid Just the Two of Us. So it got famous that way. And then right after he did it, like Dr. Evil sang it to Mini-Me. Is that, I mean, is that our to... age difference again? Like no. the Austin Powers trilogy? I don't know if I saw all of them. Definitely saw the first one. I don't know if I like went all in as it kind of unraveled. Sure, but I was <laughs> it did unravel. By I the was way, definitely Ooh. into the uh, the first one. Man, I'm I a saw Mike Myers fan. Oh yeah, I saw all three in theaters. Of course you did. Of course I did. That was during the in theater gym phase. Yeah, man. Well, only for dumb comedies like that too, like a South Park movie. Oof, I was I saw that twice in the theaters. Did you really? That was a great movie. Would you go to a movie theater now? Uh, no, just cause I have it. Like, and now if you want to see a movie, you can get so many of them on demand, but it's not have the same, about this? right? Uh, yeah, but I don't go anyway. So, I mean, I, I'm not, I wouldn't be against going to, now I'd probably be more likely to go cause a lot fewer people in there. Yeah. 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 Do that. Let's go see a movie. I mean, that, that's a business that's hanging in the balance for sure. Hopefully, you know, once people are vaccinated, they can start to get some normalcy back too. I don't know, man. It, it's it's going to be interesting to see how industries like that evolve. Right. Yeah, I'm thinking they're going to release them in theaters and on the demand stuff either simultaneously or almost immediately after. Yeah. And theaters are going to have to come up with like a new value, like something that they're bringing to the table that you can't get by watching these things. You know what I mean? Like they're going to have to do something to bring people back. I wonder what it's going to be. Bring back like uh, actors, like in person stuff, like oh, having yeah. uh, people on the on site. But they, unless they're getting paid, yeah, man, that's so much better. I was thinking massage chairs. Oh wow! I keep thinking that's of, a good idea. <laughs> I keep thinking of your business idea last week with the loofah on a stick, and like the other night I had a gummy bear, and then just thought about. That. I was like, man, that's a really good business idea. Why aren't we doing that? It's a genius idea. That We're going to be, be our first merch. It's going to be our first merch item. <laughs> we are going to be coming out with some merch soon. We got to. We got to work on that. A little, a little shirt or something. We got some stuff going on here. We have um, a new producer, Ben Anderson. We do, and uh, we're thrilled to bring uh, uh, Ben on board. He's doing some editing for us, so we appreciate that. Yeah, very excited about having Ben on board. I got fired. From my editing gig? <laughs> you did a great I'm job kidding. editing. I could not be happier. I'm messing around. You don't have to do that. No, um, you did a fantastic job, man. I just was like, we had to get that off your plate. You're so busy. Be happier. Uh, Ben's been awesome. So uh, welcome to the team. And what a team it is. Ah, uh, what a team it is. And you know has who's part of that team? Has the team been reviewed? The team has been reviewed. You know who's part of that team, Pat? The Brimleys. They are. And uh, we've gotten a couple reviews. This is great. I think we've got uh, we've got two new reviews. I feel like we have a a couple going at it. Give me just a second to get to those reviews, Ben. Do we need to frame this episode as a late night, possibly not jet lagged? Like I just uh, got home a few hours ago, and Jim came out, met me, brewed up some coffee, tried to bring the energy really to, to the brims, and I hope you guys felt that. Um, was a good week. It's always good to see you, dude. I think the in persons are just better. I agree. And All right. Very happy that you came out here tonight. Happy to be here. Uh, good way to end the week. All right. So listen, we've got two new reviews here. Uh, first one is called Silent Auctions by Huh 6895603. And a little bit of huh. <laughs> All right. Nelly fan 6895603. I like it when you. Uh, uh. I love the podcast. Had to laugh listening to you a few weeks ago, both talking about auctions for the front row at Christmas Mass or best parking spot. 
Pat said he hadn't seen that going on, on the south side, but didn't think it would sit well. I had to laugh as I'm in the same parish. They did have an auction like this a few years ago, and what he pictured is exactly what happened. We won the Christmas Eve front row in the silent auction. It was kind of a disaster as we zoomed up the aisle with the whole family five minutes before mass looking like jerks, then sat down and the other people in the row who had been waiting an hour for their spot were not happy with us and asked us what we were doing. Next time we will just buy some extra raffle tickets. I hope you both will keep doing the show even after you're back on the road. Thanks for the laughs, old Falcon Mama. This is awesome. Old Falcon Mama. That sounds like you said something else. Oh no, old Falcon <laughs> Mama. This is hang on. This is uh this is a hot dog Jefferson. This person's giving us their hot dog Jefferson, right? Old Falcon Mama? You think so? Uh, or it could be the Fisher Falcons, St. John Fisher. Ah, damn. Okay. You're right. I was really excited. I thought we had, I was going to be like, is this Andre Risen Cass? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a hot dog, right? Old Falcon mama. Yeah, it does. Dude, that is a great story. That's an incredible uh, thank story. Thank you for sharing that OFM. And I'll tell you what, they should announce, okay, now we're going to seat the people that donated. Like they almost need yeah. to be walked in there with some security some support like an ex an explanation because i would feel that too and it's christmas night tensions are high um and then you come strolling in there and but you're doing this great thing for the like right like i you're, think you're in the right old falcon old falcon mama <laughs> see you did it too old falcon mama you are uh on you're in your in your rights i mean I don't know why people made you feel that way. I'm sorry. But I get that. I would but feel I that it. way too. And right. you, and it's all from doing a great thing. You donated a ton of money and then you feel awkward for it as a family. Um, and then eventually everyone finds out why and they're like, oh, okay, that's cool. It's normal. But like for that moment when you're walking down the aisle. No, I don't know if they would say normal. Okay. Still, <laughs> you still might get something from, uh, wait, why did they get it? Oh, because they donate. <laughs> oh, screw them. You're of course they the did. You know why they donated that? Because they don't do anything else. <laughs> like, there's always a... Now, I'm not saying that about this family at all. No, but, like, you run into them at the grocery store, and it's like, oh, hey, do you want to you wanna just jump to the front of the line? You pay an extra five? Oh, yeah, right. You get a fast pass? <laughs> go right ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> Dude, when, when you, sure you do brought your something, or something... That is the worst feeling. When you do something, you know that you are within the right to do. Like, it is your turn or your you know you've earned or whatever yeah. it is but you still have to like explain it yeah or feel bad about it absolutely right oh and me with my anxiety it'd be like all the, yeah just telling everybody every time i saw him for the rest of my life like you know we were just trying to donate right like we didn't even think about like we didn't think about what it was going to be like we just we didn't care about that you know that right right like we were just trying to help I, I, every time I saw you for the rest of my life, I would tell you that. Oh, you know, the kids too are just like, man, Mom, feel every eyeball on them. Like, why are doing? we, we can't just walk up here. I go to school here. We bid on, I don't care. I don't want to sit up front. Why would you bid on that? Oh, my friends are here. Dude, that is, uh, that's not a good feeling. Oh, old Falcon mama. <laughs> that's the best story though. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, I would feel the exact same way. Uh, what a cool thing you did. And, uh, thank you for sharing the story. Do you ever do something like you, you cut someone off at the, not cut someone off, but like, um, you know, it's, it is your turn to like go, or if you, you kind of like have to say, excuse me. Right. Yeah. In any situation. And then they say, oh no, you're fine. I don't like that. Yeah. I say it sometimes, but I get that. You're like, I know I'm fine. I was just being polite. Right. Exactly. What do you prefer? Like, you I prefer know no problem. No worries. Like what, what's, what's an acceptable. Yeah. No, yeah. No, no problem. Or of course, or, but no, you're fine. Oh, yeah, oh okay. I am. Oh, I'm fine. Yeah. I know I'm fine. Yeah. Oh man. I get that. I like to turn around and go, of... no, you're fine. <laughs> you are F I N E fine. Hey, look at this hottie, everybody. <laughs> like, what are you doing? People will do get away with different things. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Hey, speaking of things that some people get away with, uh, sometimes people, people have to apologize for their spouses. And our next review is from Sazassi. C-Z-A-S-S-Y. Sazassi. 
uh, and it is called Apologies. Uh, uh, Some people have to go downtown to the lakefront to get a segue. <laughs> Not from you, buddy. Woo! <laughs> you nail it. professional. <laughs> you are. I'm the wife of Mike from Mount Greenwood and wanted to offer my apologies for the creepy review he left. That being said, we love the podcast and really hope you do another La Fiesta show so we can again listen for free from our front porch. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best. Both an apology and a haha, we got away with something in the same review. Sazazzy, that is fantastic. Sazazzy? C-Z-A-S-S-Y. Love it, man. Zazzy? I don't know how to pronounce it. People's names online are just so impossible. You can't tell anything about them. But I love that they were listening on their porch. I do, too. That's awesome. I would love to do that again. We uh, That was with our pals over at All That Good Stuff. Yep, at La Fiesta. That was that was a blast. When was that? That was the fall? It was the fall. Um, I'm trying to... I remember Mike's review. I'm just not seeing it on here right now, but he, like... He said very nice things, but we kind of joked about it being a little little over the top. And uh, so she apologized for his review. Uh, oh, we you. said it was creepy? No, yeah, like come jokingly. On. Like, I, I don't. I, we don't creep. We don't say anything about our. Uh, we would never say anything negative about the people who review us, right? We love the reviews. They're the best. Uh, this is an awesome one, though. We got, we're two for two, man. These are fantastic reviews. Keep them coming. You want to talk segues? Uh, two things. You know the name of the record label that Bill Withers was uh, signed to? Columbia? Sussex Records. Sussex Records. And I will be performing at all that good stuff's show in LaGrange uh, this coming Thursday, August 20th. That's this Thursday? That's this Thursday. April 20th. April 20th. (laughs) I have no idea what month it is. That's okay, buddy. Oh, my God. I am all over the place. Nobody knows. All we know is... This episode's wrapping up, and I'm sorry we didn't get into everything we talked about up top. The oh bit, yeah, we still got a, the Bitcoin and the. Oh, did you have some trivia? Do you want to? No, we, we're not. Do you have no, some no. hot dogs? We'll we'll go Jim. Over another time. We're no, fine. No, we can we're keep good. going. No, we're not keeping going. Why? It's almost midnight. And I have to go home. It's dude. It's much earlier my time. <laughs> no, it's not. You're in the same time zone. No. No, because we're in person, pet. I know, but my body thinks it's a different time. <laughs> what time is it? It's 11. 11? I always play 11. <laughs> and 24? It's your favorite TV show. I always play that. It's got to be red. <laughs> All right, man. Anything you want to... Do I have anything? I have something at uh, Rose Monzani's on Saturday in the gala. I don't nice. Know, it's private. Everyone have a good week. Show off. No.